Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Last Life Podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we use this one life to explore amazing worlds and discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support this show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. That is two A's after the M. All the various social media links, including the email, will also be in the description. So E3 week is officially over. I think it's over. I, I believe it is over. I, I don't I don't know if we're going to get like one-off videos here and there for certain publishers. Hopefully Sony, maybe. But at this point of time, E3 is basically done. And I think now is the time to kind of look back and see who the winners were, who the losers were, or like, I guess like what, which games. It's, it's really hard to judge it now because it's not like a typical E3 when we have the Sony versus Microsoft versus Nintendo. Like now it's it's all over the place with each publisher, each company kind of doing its own thing or trying to just try, like kind of like Xbox, just trying to get a, a new set of gamers in on board in a different way. It's really hard to kind of have them all compete against one another in a way, but like we'll we'll start we'll still decide on the the games that won in our mind, and especially in my mind, we're gonna, we're definitely gonna talk about some of the games that really stuck out to me, and were winners in my opinion, and and games that I'm really really excited for. I'm sure I'm gonna miss a couple of games or more, so please feel free to just email me or message me on Instagram that I should check a game out or if I should talk about it or bring it up. Or just like, yeah, just remind me because sometimes, honestly, like there might be games that I'm also excited about, but in the heat of everything, there's so many stuff, so much stuff happening during E3 week that I just completely forgot about it at this point. So I, I will definitely keep that in mind for next time. So, I mean, I think the first thing, obviously, I kind of talked about this before, but the best kickoff we could get to E3 is Elden Ring. That trailer, everything, just everything about that game stuck out to me as a from software game, but a refined from software game. It looks like a from software game that has been worked on for so long and just has been iterated on. And you can kind of see that progression now. You can see that like as I've been playing Demon Souls here and there and I can I can slowly slowly see that the progression from Demon Souls to Dark Souls to to Bloodborne to Sekiro, you know, and and now with Elden Ring, you can kind of see that progression and see the improvements and changes they're making. And yeah, I'm just I'm just really really excited for for Elden Ring. It is. It, it. I'm. I'm still gonna stick by what I said that it doesn't exactly look super next gen, and I don't think it has to. I think that's like from software just goes for a different kind of game. It, it's not about okay, let's make this game look all you know ray traced and this and that. It's like no, let's make the game look nice, have a lot of storytelling through the environment. But at the end of the day, it's all gonna be about the gameplay. The gameplay is key, and the gameplay is what's going to get you know people excited. So I think. I, I totally get that and I am I am extremely excited for Elden Ring. It sucks that it's coming out early next year, but it's, it is still at the end of the day, early next year. So it's only a few months, not even like a year away. So I'm pretty excited to get Elden Ring as soon as I can. Uh, then I think we, I think the biggest one that we had after that or the biggest publisher that went before all the other kind of, you know, big ones. I Actually, all of them are pretty big, actually, I should say. But the next one was Ubisoft. Ubisoft does kind of what it does every year in a way it just kind of you know rehashes older games just kind of talks about them here and there and like it's kind of goes, goes over like a new trailer for Far Cry 6 for example or um, any games that have come out like Assassin's Creed you know any DLC anything like that 
Uh, but I think this time around, one of the one of the cool things that I saw from the Ubisoft conference was the Avatar game. I think this is a game that was being worked on. I think it's called Avatar something Pandora. I forgot what it was. But like, it, it was a game that was being worked on for a very very long time, and we were all kind of wondering where it was. It was being made by the by the people that made the division, so it was like really cool. That I I I mean I I think everyone's interested in the concept and what they will be doing with that game and. It looks cool. I mean, they haven't really shown too much as Ubisoft usually does with with a lot of its games until until very very late. So I don't we don't know I don't know what the end product is gonna look like, but I do like the idea. I do like the concept. So I'm definitely looking out for that. Uh, they did announce a new Mario Kingdom Rabbits, Mario Rabbits Kingdom Battle, something like that. Whatever, like the 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 sequel to that game, the Nintendo and Ubisoft collaboration, and that also looked really cool. I never really got into the first one. I did. I did purchase it. I have been playing it here and there, um, but it wasn't to the degree that I think. I just didn't. I just didn't get into it the way I thought I would, and because I love games like XCOM and everything like that, and it w- it was just a game that didn't stick with me. I, I would play it for a bit, and I'm like, okay, this is cool, and then I just move on to something else. It just didn't. It just didn't grab me the way I thought it would. But I, you know, it's great. There's a sequel happening because I know the first one did really well, and a lot of people really like that game. So it's cool. I, I'm interested to see what they do with the sequel. The sequel looks really nice. They showed a bit of gameplay and everything like that. So that looks really cool. Uh, I think they finally announced the release date for Rider Republic, which is basically the sequel to Steep, in a sense. Uh, except it, it's just kind of going. It's kind of like a cool mix of Trials with Steep, I guess. So I, I, I do like what they're doing. It does look pretty interesting. I'm still not 100 percent certain like how everything will work they did kind of go through some of the gameplay elements everything like that but like i same thing with steep like when they show these gameplay overview trailers everything looks really cool but when you're actually playing the game it's not it doesn't feel the same you know because getting a group of people to kind of play the game with you or even like the way they kind of show how there's like huge groups of people playing with you at the same time like i just never got that experience in steep and maybe they weren't trying to do that with steep but like with rider republic that's kind of what they're aiming to do so I'm I'm interested to see how this actually plays out if there's a demo or anything like that beforehand. That'd be pretty cool. But overall, yeah, like it was okay. I was I was hoping for something more. I was hoping for a Splinter Cell. I was hoping for, and not even like a new full Assassin's Creed, but something about Assassin's Creed that hey, we're, we're this is where we're going next. This is you know we've we've done Norway, we've done this region. Now we're gonna go here. Like I I was just hoping for something like that and. Just something that would surprise us. There was no mention of Prince of Persia, which really means that game is in a lot of trouble. I, at least that, that's what I think. Like, this is a game that was supposed to come out this year in Feb, to the point that it, and it, it got delayed, and now it's not even being mentioned. Like, it it really seems to be in in trouble, and I'm surprised that they even put a release date on that on that game to begin with. But that was Ubisoft. Avatar looks cool. I think other than that, nothing really big. The next thing, of course, is Xbox Showcase. I think. This was kind of one of the bigger ones that people were really excited for and people were really waiting for. And they Xbox did a great job of just showing us games minute after minute, second after second, just again and again and again. And it was it was great to just kind of focus on the games. Nothing else, you know, not, nothing to, related with TV or this or this collaboration or that collaboration. And that was great. They showed Halo Infinite. It, it's still slated for this year. Unfortunately, they still haven't said when the game is actually coming out, which is a little confusing in my opinion. I mean, I, it's the same thing with Horizon. I just don't get like on uh, on the Sony side. I just don't get like we're literally six months away until the end of the year and you still don't have a release date. Like it doesn't, 
it doesn't make sense and i also understand that they are also just letting their developers take their time but for me that also means that it's very very possible that it could get pushed to next year so i think i don't think halo infinite's multiplayer is is in jeopardy or anything like that i think halo the multiplayer will most likely come out this year because they did show a bit of gameplay for that there was uh, a video and, and stuff that went live after the conference as well just kind of going over the the gameplay for the multiplayer and the multiplayer it, it looks exactly like halo 5 and in, in my in my honest opinion which is not a bad thing it, it looks the same like i think if anyone was expecting like the halo in halo infinite to be like microsoft or xbox's god of war i'm sorry but that's not going to happen that's just not what's going to be that's just not what's happening here but they are going for a for, formula that has been working for a very long time and uh, and a formula that really people like really, really enjoy like i'm pretty excited to play the the multiplayer and i am kind of I, even though i have a gaming pc i am kind of leaning towards maybe checking out a series x if it's available i obviously i'm gonna go through like why i'm still not buying a series x but it does look pretty cool i do i do wish i do hope that they put a release date on that soon so that we kind of get an idea when it's coming out or if it is getting pushed next year you know say that <laughs> say that as well the other one of course was for the horizon 5 looks really good set in mexico i love for the like for the horizon like it's like the one of the best if not the best racing series right now and like yeah the game looks really really good it looked amazing it looked like it was running on like a rtx 3090 on a pc i'm pretty sure it was but like the way it, it looks is amazing and it, it, this is a game that's supposed to be coming out on xbox one as well so i'm like okay wow like i mean they're like going for the whole range because that game like really looks really looks special like i really liked it i really liked how it looked uh, and I'm pretty excited to play play that game. And that's coming out this year. I think it was around November. So again, like it's getting really crowded for in terms of game releases now into the year because all the release announcements are coming out, which is why I'm kind of wondering when Halo Infinite will fit in. It will be an October game. Will it be a December game? I just don't, I don't see it being a December game, but who knows, right? I think the, the big one that people were hoping for, were wanting to know more about was Starfield. And they finally talked about Starfield. They did not show anything gameplay related at all. Which you're like, come on. And then obviously, I, I think we also understood why. Because the game is not coming out this year, but it's coming out next year. But end of next year. They literally put out a release date for end of next year. And this is actually, this is basically just kind of showcases the entire Xbox showcase in a way. Is this idea that, hey, we have cool games. Check out a, cup, a, a few seconds of a teaser or like a five second teaser. And yeah, it will come out probably next year, maybe the 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 next one, maybe twenty twenty four. We don't know, but like that's kind of what I felt watching the Xbox showcase. I could finally say, yeah, look, you have Forza Horizon Five coming out this year. Awesome, you know, it's a racing game, but like I'm pretty excited about it. And you have Halo Infinite coming out hopefully this year as well, which looks good. But like so far, the multiplayer is seems to be the only thing sticking out. The campaign is not really doing anything special. It's not doing anything new, which is fine. But it's also not something that's getting people talking. That oh my oh my god, I need to play the Halo Infinite campaign. So I'm I'm not I'm really excited for Halo Infinite, but it's not to the level of excitement, like the same level of excitement that I had for something like Ratchet and Clank, or you know even Hitman Three, which is a third party game. But like you know just like some games where you just want to get into that universe. Like I'm, I'm I just want to play the multiplayer for Halo Infinite at the moment. So I I mean they did announce a couple of other games from from Arcane. Austin, I believe. Uh, so it's, it's the development studio that worked on Dishonored, and they, they I think it's called Redfall. But it's like a, it's a game that looked really cool. It's got like you know vampires and and stuff like that, and it, it had a cool premise. Again, it had like this almost 
Left 4 Dead kind of a vibe. But as always, like I said, like kind of like I mentioned, it was just a teaser. It was and not you know in game or anything like that. It was just a, a, a CGI trailer, a teaser, and and it was just you know the title. And like that's that's kind of like my the point I'm trying to make is that like okay cool like I get it. You have like 500 studios now. Like I, this is kind of expected. I'm expecting you to work on games and for on cool concept and cool ideas. But like what is coming out now, like this year, and what is coming out the first half of next year right like that's what i want to know even if they say that this game is coming out january 2022 i'm perfect right but like right now it's just teasers with no release dates or something like starfield where it's like yeah it's coming out 2022 but it's coming on november 11 2022 so like it's coming out late 2022 so i'm just hoping that you know microsoft is seeing this and i'm excited for what xbox and microsoft will look like next year but at the moment I'm still not. I'm still not able to find that thing. Like I, I keep reading opinion pieces about, oh, like I think it was on IGN as well that you know, like oh, like now no one can say that Xbox doesn't have exclusives. Like no one, like I get that argument before, but even now, like no one said, like I'm sure people did, but like no one when they said you don't have it, like Xbox doesn't have any exclusives, it's not referring to the fact that you know, oh, you have nothing in works. Like even Xbox One had stuff stuff planned stuff in the works it was just because it was just not coming out there was no exclusives coming out it's not about exclusive in general because xbox would have exclusives xbox had studios working on different ips like and we know that and this is no different this is them working on an ip but showing us a teaser to be like hey we're working on something doesn't mean that that's an exclusive you know what i'm saying like i just i'm i just not a big fan of that argument like for me, what I think for people when they say Xbox doesn't have any exclusives at that point of time would be what is Xbox releasing right now, this year, in the next six months, and what is only available on their console and PC since they're going for, for both of those, which is which is perfectly fine. Uh, you know, like just last year we had Call of the Sea, which I was like, oh, Call of the Sea is a really good game. I played on my PC through Game Pass, and that game came out on PS5. Same thing with the Medium. I thought, oh, the Medium is going to be 100% Xbox exclusive the way they were talking about it. And often now we now we hear that the medium is coming out on, on the PS5 as well. So I'm like, okay, wait, this entire time, what have you had that's a full exclusive since the launch of the Series X? And like, I'm like, if you think about it, the first game will be for the Horizon 5, unless we obviously find out about the uh, the next Halo when that's coming out. But it, to me, it, it is just so surprising that it's been a year or over a year since the I, I know and not it hasn't been over a year right now but by the time the game comes out it'll be literally a year since the xbox series x and s have launched and the first exclusive that comes out is a year later like i just that's something that's very hard for me to wrap my mind around that like come on like you're you're telling me you couldn't even release a game like miles morales like a 40 dollar game or something like that like that you know just at least gets you gets you through that point that gets you until next year when all these games will start coming out so I'm just a little surprised. Like, obviously, this is just me venting about Xbox and their showcase and their strategy a little bit. But like, I do, I just want to get that. I just, I just want to vent about that because I, I, I understand that you know a lot of Xbox fans get frustrated when when they're told that yeah, Xbox has no exclusives. And like, of course, people shouldn't say that because Xbox does have exclusives. I mean, look at the amount of studios they have. Look at all the stuff they're working on. But I, I will stick to this, and I think many people will stick with this that. What we care about is what has what does Xbox have that is coming out in the next six months? How many of those are exclusives, and how what what looks good? Like what looks fun? What looks interesting? You know what 
what is that game that will make us get across and buy an Xbox? Like the same reason, like if you look at PlayStation, games like God of War, games like Ghost of Tsushima, games like Last of Us Part 2, not even the first one, but the Part 2, those are all games that got people to buy a PlayStation, right? I'm talking about games that will get people to buy an Xbox. And I think Halo, Halo could be that game this year. But like I said, like, I don't know. I, I like it's just it just depends now that they're going for the free to play thing. I don't know if people will want to buy an Xbox solely for the campaign if they can let's say just find a way to make that run on their PCs or whatever they have, especially if it's free to play. But yeah, you know what? Xbox ran over. Xbox does have exclusives. They just don't have a lot of big, huge things coming out soon <laughs> in the near future. So from this, we can move on to Square Enix. Uh, their showcase was okay. Their E3 conference was all right. I think the only thing that stuck out to me was Guardians of the Galaxy. I did not expect this game to look as good and to look as fun as it did. I was surprised. And I'm pretty excited for this game. I'm, again, I'm also surprised that this game is even coming out on the Nintendo Switch, which is crazy. I have no idea how this will run on the Nintendo Switch. But it looks really fun. It looks awesome. Uh, I'm pretty excited to check it out. It's being made by the people that made the Deus Ex franchise. So, you know, like, that's awesome. I, I love Deus Ex, uh, Human Revolution, and Mankind Divided. Both those games were awesome. So I'm pretty excited to see what they can do with this Guardians of the Galaxy property. The gameplay, I, I, I'm glad that they showed some gameplay. I, I'm glad that they showed some concepts and, and everything like that. So it looks fun. They have good music. They have a good vibe to it. So like, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited about Guardians of the Galaxy. And it's coming out this year, which is awesome. I'm definitely going to pick this game up like whenever it's available. I'll, I'll probably pick it from my PS5, not my Nintendo Switch. Uh, the next one I want to talk about quickly was Capcom, and that that was boring. That was nothing. They just talked about the games that were already out, and then they talked about Resident Evil Village and said that, oh yeah, because of popular demand, we're working on DLC, and that's it. Like, that's literally all it was. Everything else was just get, go, them going through old stuff, like what they had, what they already have out, or they want to talk about esports. And I, I'm surprised that Capcom even went with making a video. Like this is this is what's happening now because of this new shift to everything being online, everything being digital and any publisher being able to kind of make a video and put it up as an E3 conference thing or whatever. I feel like the quality has just gone down and you know, like the, the, in, a, in a normal stage, in a normal E3 environment, these companies can't do that. They, they can't do that. You can't go on stage and talk about three or four games that are already out and then leave that. You just can't do that. So I feel like that's kind of what's happening. And I was really disappointed by Capcom because I, I just love their games. I, I loved Monster Hunter Rise. I played it like I put like 30, 40 hours into that game. I love Resident Evil Village. You know, uh, Sapsilva and I, we finished that game in like a couple of sittings and we really enjoyed that. So I was expecting more from Capcom. But look, I mean, maybe they just don't have anything else to announce right now. I do. But I do hope that in the future we, we do something. We do see something more. Uh, the next, of course, the big one, I think this is the one that kind of ended the, all of the entire conference, or not the entire conference, but like the entire E3 in a sense. Uh, I know we had like a couple, a couple of things after that as well, but this is kind of like the big, big major one, but that was Nintendo. I think there was a lot of hype and a lot of excitement going into this one. And I came out of it, like, I, I came out of it excited, but not crazy excited. You know, like I came out of it excited with certain expectations, that were met but at the same time i was also like man why, why couldn't this game come out this year you know or why couldn't why couldn't they put this here like overall i was still happy with the way nintendo did things and nintendo is still you know like the way they're going about everything they are releasing really really good games on a very you know regular cadence every, it's every quarter every six months or so they already have they always have like good games big games coming out 
So I think I think the big one, of course, well, actually no, they're the bigger one, but a, a big-ish one was Metroid. They didn't announce Metroid Prime 4 or when that's coming up, but they did announce Metroid Dread. And I didn't understand the difference. I didn't know what was happening exactly because I'm, I'm not, I didn't grow up playing Metroid games. So I wasn't sure what's happening, but as I saw it, I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a 2D game and everything like that. And I don't know, I don't know if it's a remake or if it's not a remake. I, I honestly can't tell, but it looks cool. It's like a 2D Metroid game. It's full price, which is like, okay. Like, I mean, again, like it's, that's, that's fine. As long as the quality and everything is there, I'm pretty excited to try this game or interested to try this game out. And I'm going to definitely do some research ahead of time, but I was a little surprised about that, that it is a, it is a full price game. But I, 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 it looks cool. Like I'm, I'm definitely, I definitely want to get into the Metroid universe and try it out and see what it's all about. But like, yeah, like I've, I've just kind of been waiting for the Metroid Prime trilogy to either pop up on the Switch or I can just play it on my, on my Wii U. So it seems like Nintendo is just not putting it out on the Switch. Uh, we definitely did. We for whatever reason, we did not get any announcements when it comes to the Zelda franchise. You know, no Wind Waker HD, no Twilight Princess HD, like. And, and no, uh, yeah, Wind Waker HD, Twilight Princess, what else was there? No, that was it, right? Then Skyward Sword's already coming out. Yeah, like, or even Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Like, I was surprised that all those games didn't have, like, anything announced. And it seems like, obviously, a lot of people are saying that, no, they might announce that after Skyward Sword comes out or, you know, later on and stuff like that. And that, that might also either come out this year or next year. Because Metroid Dread, I should also mention, is coming out this year um, around October, I believe. So it's coming out in a couple of months. So it's... it's you know, ready is out really soon. So I, I I can see why maybe Nintendo is going to try to, because October is Metroid, then November, of course, is Pokemon, and then January or Feb is also the, the other Pokemon, the open world Pokemon. So I think Nintendo is like, okay, like if we do release these HD remakes, why, do, do we want to put it around all of these other games? Do we just wait until next year and just release it next year, uh, closer to Breath of the Wild 2? You know, so that this way they always have like a Zelda game coming out every now and then. I think that's very possible that, that that's what they're going for. Uh, but I mean, it looks, it looks interesting. Like uh, the other one, of course, was Super Mario Party. They, they announced a new one. It's not a new one, but it is a new one. It's really weird because I can't, I, like I said, like a lot of these games from my, the impression I got were that they were 3DS games or Nintendo DS games. And then they're being basically trans, uh, transported, not transported, <laughs> ported over to the Nintendo Switch. And I think that's what's happening with Super Mario Party. I think a very similar game came out on the 3DS and now it's basically coming out to the Switch. So it, it looks cool. Like I love Super Mario Party. I have the the one that they released on the Switch. Um, I wish that they, they just added this as DLC, but like I said, Nintendo knows people will just pay full price. Like like with Skyward Sword, for example, that, you know, that they're like, yeah, no, it's full price. Metroid Red, full price. Yeah, like pay us the money, it's fine. So I think um, I'm, I'm definitely going to look into this uh, if I do want to pick it up or not, because I do, my, my friend and I, at least before uh, the pandemic and everything like that, we did really enjoy playing Super Mario Party. We would play that quite regularly. So, uh, and we've already done, you know, all the maps because there were only four maps, four or five maps on the, the new Super Mario Party. So I'm pretty excited to kind of have more maps, more mini games, everything available. And, and I think that should be pretty fun. The other one, of course, is WarioWare. And I just got into WarioWare because I just picked it up for my, for my Wii U and I really enjoyed it. It's a really fun game to play with people, but I was like, okay, like it looks fun, it looks cool, but like again, like with the current situation, it's really hard to do that. Um, and of course, because it was nothing was announced on the Switch at that time, I was like, yeah, like I'll just have this, you know, for the future. And of course, on E3, they announced a new WarriorWare game. It looks fun, it looks interesting. Uh, it also is coming out this year, I believe. So that's really cool. So like I said, like even though there's like they're big-ish to smaller-ish games from Nintendo, they are releasing these games 
like quite soon. There's a lot of them, a lot of these games coming out. Like I think September onwards, basically you will have new big Nintendo games coming out all the time, which is really, really good. And I think the big one, of course, Breath of the Wild 2, they finally talked about it. <laughs> they finally brought it up, which is really, really great. And they actually showed gameplay and the gameplay looks really good. It looks really good. It looks really fun. It looks like Breath of the Wild. So I think anyone that keeps worrying that this game is only meant for the Switch Pro, I don't think you need to worry. The game looks like it's basically the Nintendo Switch version, but like the Nintendo Switch version that we played, the Breath of the Wild 1, and they just added extra elements. Kind of like Majora's Mask almost. They just added extra elements, uh, refined some things here and there. Um, it's very possible that it will obviously, like if there is a Switch Pro, that it will run way better on the Switch Pro, but it will definitely be on the Nintendo Switch as well. So like, I just wanted to kind of bring that up just in case, because I know that that was a worry. Breath of the Wild 2 looks so fun. It looks great. I'm so excited for it. I'm, I'm really excited to kind of get in and start playing this game. Uh, you know, they obviously they put 2022 as the release year, which is perfectly fine because I kind of, I was, you know, I, I, I over time, I wasn't really hoping for, for it coming out in 2021 just because of rumors and everything like that. But I think, as games came out, as more and more games were being announced, I was like, yeah, like I, I want Breath of the Wild 2 this year, at the end of this year, but I don't know, that's, it just doesn't sound like a good idea because there's so many other games. And, you know, I just want to, I just have, I just want to dedicate my time to all these games fairly equally. But I was like, you know, you know what, maybe if it does get pushed to next year, that's not, that's not bad. But I mean, that's kind of what happened in the end. And I'm, I'm pretty excited just by the look of it. it looks like there's like, almost like a skyward sword element that we can go up in the sky. You can, you jump down and you're like, you know, skydiving down. It, it looks really cool. Like Nintendo does take their time with each of their games to kind of iterate on something, to actually kind of do something new with each game. Cause I know that's always an argument that, oh, Nintendo just releases the same three games again and again. I'm like, it's not really like they release this, the, a, a game in that franchise every four to five years, which is not, not regular. I mean, like, especially if you have games like Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty and stuff like that, it's not regular. But what they do is every four or five years when they release a new game, it will it will iterate or do something new or have a new concept to it. Like so look at Mario, for example, with, you know, Mario Odyssey, Mario Galaxy, uh, Mario Sunshine, Super Mario 64. Like they're all, all of them have a new concept, new thing, a new feature that's different from the rest. You know, I, I think that's the same with Zelda. If you look at, you know, Ocarina of Time to Majora's Mask, there were very two, two very different concepts. Then it was Twilight Princess with the, with the, with the dog, with the wolf. Then of course, Wind Waker with that cartoon environment and everything like that, where you can, it's kind of open world sailing through the seas. You know, you had Skyward Sword, which I haven't played yet, but like I've heard good things, had like really cool dungeons, you know, like that whole element of being above the skies, down below, stuff like that. And then of course, Breath of the Wild. So, you know, they keep trying new things. So I'm excited to see what they do with Breath of the Wild 2 and what new features or anything that they add. 2022 is getting packed now. I feel like this is, I don't know what, what's going to happen. I'm pretty sure something will get delayed to 2023. But at this point, because of the way all these delays are working, we're going to get God of War 2 next year. We're going to get Starfield next year. We're going to we're gonna get Breath of the Wild 2 next year, right? These, these are three games from all three publishers, huge, huge games from all three of them. So it's, and th that's just those three that they've announced or even like, like talked about so far, you know, we don't know about Metroid Prime 4 or Bayonetta 3, for example, on the Nintendo side. We don't know about Microsoft, you know, a Perfect Dark or Fable, how far those games are along, right? Like even on Sony side, we don't know if there, if there is a new Uncharted coming out soon, uh, or if, if they are working with Hideo Kojima on a Sand Hill game, if that comes out next year, like there's just so much to expect or to get next year that I'm really excited for it. But at the same time, I'm really worried about my wallet. I'm really worried about my time. 
I feel like we will just not get any time because there'll be new big games coming out all the time. But 2022 is looking like, like 2007. You know, when I think we got Super Mario Galaxy, we got Mass Effect, we got Bioshock, we got uh, Halo 3. You know, I think we got Uncharted. Like there were just like so many amazing games all in that one year that when you look back, you're like, oh my God, how did I survive that gaming year? You know, and I think that's what's going to be happening with 2022. So I'm pretty excited about that. So we'll quickly just go over the games that I have been playing. I have been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake on the PS5. So I've, I've kind of, I'm I'm basic towards the end. I'm really close. I'm at chapter 15. I think there's 18 chapters. So I'm I'm really close to the end. I was trying to like level up and do side missions, stuff like that. And I realized that I actually am quite leveled up in a way, or like I have really good gear and really good weapons already. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I, I just, I think I haven't finished six side missions out of all like, like there was like, I think 20 or 30 overall side missions and I've only not done six out of all of them, right? So I've done most of them in, in, in that way. So I'm pretty excited to kind of see how the game goes through, like how it ends at least this episode or this part one. So I'm, I'm kind of just pushing through that. I have started playing Returnal. And of course, I, I kind of made a post about this in terms of how I got Returnal um, and, and all that stuff. And I will, I'll probably make a proper video or another episode or yeah, I'll actually kind of talk about it properly in the, on, on my next episode in terms of my experience with Returnal since in this episode, we were just focused on the E3 week and everything like that. So I know we don't have a lot of time, but Returnal, I'm having a good time so far. I've only played an hour or so of it, um, I, I should add that one big element of that game is the sound. And I just had, I just got a Stonos around sound system. So that's another reason why I'm enjoying it. I, I don't want it to be that, you know, like, because I, I, I will be honest, like music and everything like that, soundtrack, like that is very important to me when it comes to enjoying anything, be it movies or video games. And for me, that's one of the reasons that this game is really hitting the spot. But again, it's only been an hour. I will talk about, talk about it properly next time. So thank you everyone for joining. Uh, really means a lot. Please email me at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. That's two A's after the M. The email will be in the description below. Let me know what your thoughts were uh, about E3 week, uh, any games that you're excited about, anything that made you upset, like what you were expecting and didn't happen. Let me know and I will definitely try to talk about it next time. And of course, please feel free to message me on Instagram at any time about games. If you want to play games with me, if you want to talk about games with me, always open please message me anytime thank you so much everyone bye